Hello, myself, Dr. Imran Ahmed Khan, Associate Consultant, Cardiology Department, Dyson Hospital. Today, I'm going to give a speech over updates in hypertension. As per WHO, nearly 63% of total deaths in India are due to non-communicable disease, of which 27% are attributed to CBD, which affects 45% people in the 40 to 69 age group. Raised BP is among the most important risk factors for CBDs. Moreover, it remains poorly controlled due to low awareness about hypertension, lack of appropriate care through primary care and poor follow-up. Number one, in India, the prevalence has gone up over 30 years to 38% in men and 32% in women from 29% and 28% respectively. WHO, despite that, nearly half of the people or 51% of the men and 41% of women with hypertension were unaware of the condition. Additionally, over 62% of the men and more than 53% of the women living with hypertension did not get treatment. Medication was used to control blood pressure in fewer than one in five men and one in four women with hypertension worldwide as per WHO Lancet 2021 trials. International Society of Hypertension has released the ISH 2020 Global Hypertension Practice Guidelines. The inclusion of optimal and essential treatment paradigms attempt to address the issue that in resource-poor settings, optimal care refers to evidence-based standard of care, and whereas essential standards refer to minimum standards of care to allow specification of essential standards of care for low resource settings. The AHA or the ACC has released a scientific statement in 2021 offering new guidance for management of stage one hypertension among patients with low ACVD risk. Among low risk adults as no ACVD or 10 year CVD risk less than 10% with stage one hypertension, BP 130 to 139 systolic and 80 to 89 diastolic, the management starts with non-pharmacologic therapy. If the blood pressure remains uncontrolled at three to six months, consider starting pharmacology therapy. Number three, ARDS is acute respiratory distress syndrome, is potentially fatal condition involving lung damage and experts often associate it with severe COVID-19. A recent study, which appears in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology, reports that metoprolol can reduce lung inflammation and improve respiratory function in people with COVID-19-induced ARDS. Number four, lowering systolic blood pressure targets down to the 110 to less 130 millimeter mercury range substantially reduced CV adverse events in the step randomized trial. Affirming the sprint findings for an older Chinese population, among some 8,500 patients ages 60 to 80 in China, the intensive target trimmed 26% of the composite CV risk. Findings from now, a second major trial supporting a lower target could unite the guidelines, which even among US professional societies range from threshold of 130 to 150 millimeter mercury. Number five. With regard to prognostic value of ambulatory blood pressure monitoring and nighttime blood pressure, the 2018 European guidelines 
on the management of arterial hypertension recommend that the diagnosis of hypertension should not only be dependent on the office bp measurement but also on out of office measurement such as abpm home blood pressure monitoring 24 hour and nighttime bp measurements were associated with greater risk of mortality and a composite of cv outcome thus they may be considered as the most relevant measurements for estimating severe risk for every 20 or 10 millimeter mercury increment of bp measured at night the risk of mortality increased by 23% and the risk of cardiovascular events by 36%. 6. Most patients with hypertension require lifelong medical therapy to achieve optimal BP control. The 2018 European guidelines equally recommend five classes of antihypertensive drugs. Considering high non-adherence treatment, the importance of combination treatment is particularly highlighted to improve adherence to therapy and BP control. Therefore, the 2018 European guidelines recommend, especially in the context of lower BP targets, to start an hypertensive therapy with an initial do dual fixed dose combination of ACE inhibitor or ARB plus calcium channel blocker or diuretics. Number seven, since early July 2018, products containing Valsartan have been recalled worldwide. The reason is the detection of a known carcinogen, namely N-nitrosodimethylamine, which can be found in candesartan, adversartan, losartan, olmisartan, and valsartan. NDMA has been classified by the WHO International Agency for Research on Cancer to be carcinogenic in humans. If one lakh patients would have received NDMA-contaminated valsartan from Zijiang Hulal, manufacturing site where the highest levels of contaminants were found, every day for six years in the highest dose, it could result in 22 additional liver cancers over the lifetime of these patients. The presence of NDMA in these drugs could lead to eight additional cancer cases in one lakh patients. If they had taken the highest daily dose over four years, Valsartan recall accompanied by a significant increase in the rate of emergency department, which is of plus 10%. 6%. The Hygia study represents the largest study that tested nighttime antihypertensive treatment. In this trial, crow therapy was associated with a significant reduction in endpoints, including the death. The Hygia chronotherapy trial tested whether nighttime therapy, in comparison to usual upon awakening hypertension therapy, exerts a favorable CV risk reduction. The largest study included a total of 19,084 hypertensive patients. During an average follow-up of 6.3 years, 1,752 participants experienced a primary CV outcome. An ambulatory BP measurement was performed for 48 hours to collect data on how BP differed during sleep. The relative risk reduction for CV events was significantly improved for nighttime treatment when compared with awakening treatment. Thank you.